Welcome again to Falling in Love with Jesus. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for as we are settling in this evening, Heavenly Father, that you would come in the room. Oh, that I decrease, you increase. Let those that are under the sound of my voice will have an ear to listen here. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, we're going to invite those that do not know the Lord. Um, The Bible says, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, the Lord Jesus Christ, then you can be saved. Repeat after me. Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. I believe you came and you died and you rose on the third day. I believe that you also filled me with the precious Holy Spirit. And with this confession, I believe that I am saved. And I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. And so we also invite those that are willing to partake of the communion. Um, If you have uh, your communion set, go ahead and prepare that. And if you do not have a communion set, then all it takes is bread and water. And um, you just take a... uh, small piece of bread or cracker or and also a uh, tablespoon is all it takes of the liquid okay and it just goes like this and on the night that Jesus was betrayed he took the bread he broke it he blessed it and he gave to his disciples saying this is my body which has been broken for you take and eat And in the same like manner, he lifted up the cup and he said, this is the blood of the New Testament, which has been shed for you as often as you do this, do this in remembrance of me, drink ye all of it. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, that you have given us the right to take communion. And as we have examined ourselves, we believe uh, that. You are God and there is none like you. And we believe that you traded places with us. And we believe that our obedience is better than a sacrifice. And we thank you for all things working together for the good to them who love you and who are called according to your purpose. In Jesus name. Amen and amen. Okay, we're going to be coming from uh, the book of Philippians and uh, We're going to just uh, share with you um, what Paul uh, has written. Uh, He was pretty much sending uh, thank you notes to the believers uh, at Philippi uh, for the help that they had given him in his hour of need. And he uses this occasion uh, to send some instructions also on Christian unity. Uh, His central thought was basically only in Christ are real unity and joy possible. And I remember saying in one of my um, 
messages, the joy of the Lord is our strength and uh, that it only comes from that. And when we look for joy in any other thing, uh, it's temporary, temporary. So with Christ as our model of humility and service, you can enjoy a oneness of purpose, attitude, gold, and labor. And here, Paul illustrates this uh, from his own life. The Philippians really needed to hear this desperately because um, in their uh, particular church, they were at odds and um, they were hindering the work. They were proclaiming the new life in Christ. And um, when I say new life in Christ, they were pretty much not... um, uh, being that model that they needed to uh, show forth. And Paul exhorts the church by letting them know to stand fast, be of the same mind, rejoice in the Lord always, but in everything through prayer and supplication with your thanksgiving, let your requests be made known and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And this is what he wanted the church to uh, know. So as we look at the book of uh, Philippians chapter 2, it uh, tells us, Therefore, if, if there is any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any affection and mercy... Fulfill my joy by being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord and of one mind. He says, let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than themselves. Paul says, let each of you look out not only for his own interests, but also for the interests of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God. Well, let us look at, uh, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. The book of Matthews chapter 11 and 29, the Lord tells us, to take my yoke up on you and learn from me for I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls. And then Paul goes along and says again, who being in the form of God did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but he made himself of no reputation taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men. And being found in appearance as a man, we're talking about the Lord Jesus Christ, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at that name of Jesus Every knee should bow of those in heaven and of those on earth 
and those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Therefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, Paul says, but now much more in my absence. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you, both to will and to do for his good pleasure. Do all things without complaining and disputing that you may become blameless and harmless children of God without fault in a mist, in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding fast the word of life so that I may rejoice in the day of Christ that I have not run in vain, Paul says, or labored in vain. Yes, and if I am being poured out as a drink offering on the sacrifice and service of your faith, I am glad and rejoice with you all. For the same reason, you also be glad and rejoice with me. But I trust in the Lord Jesus. And he says that he, so that he may be encouraged when he knows of your estate. He said, for I have no one like-minded who will sincerely care for your state, for all seek their own, not the things which are of Christ Jesus, but you know his proven character, that as a son with his father, he served with me in the gospel. And he was talking about Timothy, uh, knowing that uh, he uh, served. And then as he would... uh, talk about uh, Timothy and uh, what he had went through. But as he wraps up this uh, uh, thank you note, he said, finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. For me to write the same things to you is not tedious, but for you, it is safe. Beware of dogs, beware of evil workers, beware of mutilations, For we are the circumcision who worship God in spirit, rejoice in Christ Jesus, and have no confidence in the flesh. Though I also might have confidence in the flesh, if anyone else think he may have confidence in the flesh, I more so. So Paul is talking about himself. He said, but circumcision... The eighth day of the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of the Hebrews, concerning the laws, a Pharisee, concerning zeal, persecuting the church, concerning the righteousness, which is in the law, blameless. But what things were gained to me, Paul says, these I have counted loss for Christ. In other words, he put away all of that in order to win Christ. But what things were gained to me, these I have counted loss for Christ. Yet indeed, I also count all things loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ, Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish that I may gain Christ and be found in him not having my own righteousness which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, 
the righteousness which is from God by faith, that I may know him and in the power of his resurrection. And I want to pause there because this is what we want. We want to know the Lord even the more, especially in the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death. If by any means I may attain to the right to the resurrection from the dead, not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on. And here's my point. I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. And as I, as I think about all the saints in the Lord, and this is what we have to do. We got to continue to press toward the mark. We got to continue to press toward the goal, which only comes in Christ Jesus. So therefore, let us, as many as are mature, have this mind. And if anything you think otherwise, God will reveal even this to you. Nevertheless, to the degree that we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule. Let us be of the same mind. Let us be the examples and the pattern as we walk. For many walk of whom I have told you, Paul said often, I have told you often and now tell you even weeping that they are the enemies of the cross whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, and whose glory is their shame, who set their mind on earthly things. For our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly bodies, that it may be conformed to his glorious body, according to the working by which he is able even to subdue all things to himself. And that is what we do. We want to continue to press toward the mark, which is in Christ Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus Falling in Was the best thing I've ever done